Today's program is furnished by Speak the Word Ministries. Satan, the only thing that he's fearful of, your tongue. He's fearful when you're praising the Lord, when you're speaking God's Word, because that's the only thing that will defeat him, the Word of God. Speak the Word. It's time to Speak the Word with author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey. Speak the Word Ministries is called to teach God's Word and encourage the body of believers. Speak the Word. Speak the Word. God's Word. Speak, speak, speak God's Word. We invite you to visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe, continuing her message titled, Consider the Cost. Speak the word. My scriptures are going to be taken from Mark 4, 13 through 20, Luke 6, 49, and Matthew 7, 24 through 27. And I'm going to start with Matthew 7. Tonight, I'm using as my parable the story about the three little pigs. Anybody familiar with the three little pigs? I guess you never thought you'd hear about the three little pigs in church. Hallelujah. Jesus was always teaching his disciples in parables so that they could understand him better. And even then, even then, he sometimes had to tell them twice. As a matter of fact, Matthew's version of this is the second time that Jesus had told his disciples this parable. So when I was working on this message, the Lord brought this children's story about the three little pigs to my attention because he wanted me to teach about building a foundation, and he wanted you to remember it. We know that unless God builds a foundation, we know that it won't stand. According to Psalms 127, 1, it says, unless the Lord is the foundation, the building won't stand. In other words, unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it and labor it in vain. We also know that his word is the foundation, and Jesus is the rock that it has to be built on. In Psalms 18.2, the Lord says, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer, my God, my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield, and the horn of my salvation. He says, in my stronghold. Think about that. He is our stronghold. He is our rock. He is our shield. He is our refuge. Hallelujah. So as I said before, when I was working on this message, the Lord brought this children's story about the three little pigs to my attention because he wanted me to teach about building a foundation, as I said before, and he wants you to remember it because it relates a little like the three pigs, or we can call them the three brothers. One brother was wise and the other two were not so wise. The first pig who built his house with straw is like the man man or the woman in Mark 4.15 who comes into the word and hears the word and the seed is sown and it falls on rocks and gravel and only a few of the seed come up. In other words, they didn't get enough for a foundation. So when the winds came, when the troubles came, and when the fears of this world came upon them and Satan came in like a wolf, huffing and a puffing, like a roaring lion, according to 1 Peter 5, 8, they have nothing, they have nothing to fight with, saints, because they don't have any word in them. They have no weapons. They have no ammunition. They have nothing to hold him off with. The second pig who built his house with sticks is like the one sown among the thorns who hear the word. Then the cares and anxieties of the world come and choke and suffocate the word. 
This brother, he did just a little bit better than the first brother, but he didn't get enough of the word to have any real root in him either. He didn't have anything to fight off the sicknesses and the diseases that Satan brought on his body and on his family. He had no word to stand on. When Satan came and destroyed his family and wiped out his finances, the Bible says this man's house immediately collapsed and fell, and the breaking and ruin of that house, he says, was great. Then we have pig number three. This pig was the wise one. He used brick to build his house. The brick represents a solid foundation, like the wise brother who sowed in good soil. The one who hears the word and received the word and accepts and welcomes it and listens to his word and does them. This is what it's like. He says in Luke 6, 48, he says, He is like a man building a house who dug and went down deep and laid a foundation upon the rock. And when the flood arose, the torrent broke against that house and could not shake it or move it because it had been securely built or founded on the rock. Praise God. He said, no matter how you build a house, if the foundation is not solid, it will not stand, no matter how small or how large that house is. But we know that Jesus Christ is our rock, and anything built on less will not stand, saints. Anything less is, as they say, is sinking sands, friends. You know, uh, I was going to ask David if it was all right if I talked about this, but I didn't ask him on, throw him under the bus anyway. Before David and I met, uh, several years before we met, actually, he had a house built. And uh, so he built the house before we met, and the foundation was not solid. So it was a new house, but the foundation wasn't solid. So what happened to it? You know, he's sitting in his living room one night, and all of a sudden realizes it's caving in. Whoa. So I think, I'm not sure if it was a holiday, but I, know, I think it was around the holidays, but they had spent days up under the house trying to prop it up and build it. You have to have a solid foundation. You cannot build without a solid foundation. And Ephesians 2.20 says, You were built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself, the chief cornerstone. The Lord tells us that once the seed is sown, if we don't understand it, he says Satan comes at once, he says, to steal it away. In verse 15, it says Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. Jesus explains the parables to his disciples again. In Mark 4.13, in New King James, he said to them, Do you not understand this parable? How then will you understand all the parables, he asked them. In verse 14, it says, The sower sows the word. In Luke 8.11, in the Berean Bible, it says, Now this is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. Praise God. The seeds along the path are those who hear, but the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so they may not believe and be saved. As the parable illustrates, not everyone who hears the word of God receives it. Some forget what they hear almost immediately. Others receive it with joy, but they fall away when persecution comes. Some receive the word, but then let the attractions and wealth of this world crowd out God's word from their lives. A few, however, receive God's word and take it to heart, producing a good crop of righteousness, the Bible says. Jesus said some are 30-fold, some are 60, he says, and some are 100. 
I believe God gave me this parable in the form of the three little pigs, hoping that you will remember it, to grab hold of his word and hang on to it. Because this is the only thing that you're going to build a foundation on, is you're going to have to grab a hold of that word, and you like it, your life depends on it, because your life really does depend on it. I know you've heard that expression, you need to do that, because your life depends on you doing so-and-so. Well, there's one thing I can guarantee you, your life does depend on this word. Praise the Lord. For he wants you to understand. He wants you to understand the importance of his word and the power he said that's in those words. He wants you to know that his words are your weapon. His word is your armor tank. It's your bomb. His word is your bomb. It's your gun. Another thing God impressed upon me, saints, is that we have to learn how to filter between what we think and what we say. Think of it like a coffee filter. When you use a coffee filter, you get your coffee without the coffee grounds. It doesn't taste too good because it's full of coffee grounds. I mean, as a matter of fact, recently I was making some coffee and had little black things on the top of my coffee, and I took a little spoon and dipped them up, and when I emptied my coffee, I realized I had a lot of grounds on the bottom. But I've been told it's caused my coffee pot, and it probably needs cleaning. But anyway, my solution to that problem is just give it away and get another one. But... uh, Everybody handles things in different ways. but <laughs> So David said, well, just get you a new one. So he didn't want to clean it either. My, <laughs> my point is this. Filter the words coming out of your mouth, saints. Don't be so in seed that you don't want to reap a harvest from. For you will reap what you sow. In other words, what you speak, because your words are seed, and you will, without a doubt, get a harvest. You are going to get a harvest, and it's up to you what kind of harvest you get. It's not up to God what kind of harvest you get. It's not up to God, all these things that we blame on God and think it's up to God that we prosper and that we have good health. It's not up to God. He's already, the Bible says he's given everything, every good gift he's given to us. And when we became Christians and born-again believers, he gave us everything that we needed. Not just a little bit, but he gave us everything. And he told us how to use it. But unless we get in the Word and find out what that is, then we're not going to use it. And you, you're going to be suffering for it. I mean, I, I'm not saying that I've arrived, for God knows I haven't. But like I've heard somebody say, I've left, you know, and I'm continuing to go down the right road, I pray. It says in Galatians 6, 7, New King James, it says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. So that wasn't Pastor Joe's thing. That was what Jesus said. And if you aren't careful, saints, you're going to get something that's not good at all. Your words will carry more weight in your life than anybody else's words. They really will. It's your words. It's not what your neighbors say. It's not what your boss says. It's not what even your spouse or anybody. It's what you say. It's the words coming out of your mouth. It's what's going to make the difference in your life. And if you want to change something, The only way you're going to change it is using your mouth, your tongue, your tongue. You know, if you're driving a car, the only way you're going to be able to turn again, go in another direction is turn the steering wheel. If you don't turn that steering wheel, you're just going to keep right on down on the same road, same road. But the tongue is the same way. And you need to ask yourself, does it matter what I say? Yes, it matters. It, it, It matters. It's a life and death situation. Proverbs 4.20 says, A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth and the produce of his lips. He says he shall be filled. 
I like this translation of that same verse in the God Word translation. It said, a person speaking ability, a person speaking ability provides for his stomach. His talking provides him a living. His tongue provides for him a living. Not your bank, not your boss, your tongue. In Proverbs 18.21, New King James, it says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. In the God Word translation, that same verse, it reads, The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love to talk will have to eat their own words. That's powerful. I've heard that expression a lot. You know, be careful that you might not have to eat those words. And I tell you what, a lot of people are eating their words. You can tell that just by looking around and, you know, and you can talk to a person for a few minutes and know where they are. You know, it, it doesn't take a lot. Saints, your words will become a matter of being healthy or being sick, a matter of living in abundance or living without or living on barely get along street. Don't just read God's word for entertainment or to fill your quota for today. But really, meditate on his word. Remember, when you're speaking his word, he understands you for you're speaking his language. You know, we talked about that earlier. In order for God to understand us, we have to speak his language. And, and he, he can translate his language into any language. So you will understand it. And so when we speak we're speaking English. Some of them might speak German or French or Fran uh, whatever, Spanish, but God understands it. If they're speaking his language, he can understand it. But this is why, you know, it is also so important that when you're praying and, and talking to the Lord is that you pray his words. That's his language. And he will back his word up. Always he will back his word up. He will never, never, never let you down. And, you know, you, all, you have to be a fighter, really, whether you're a believer or a non-believer. But you especially have to be a fighter if you're a believer. Because the enemy, you become a target for him. And then if you're going to stand and do what you need to get done, you're going to have to fight back. And in every battle that you fight, every trial that you go through, every tribulation that, it, you, know, that you go through, there's going to be some scars. But you're going to have to be strong, and you're going to have to shake it off. Whatever it is, you're going to shake it off. I mean, I've gone through betrayal. I've gone through death. I've gone through all kinds of stuff. But you just got to keep moving on, even if you don't feel like it, and especially if you don't feel like it, because that's really the only hope that we have is by moving forward, because if we'll continue to move forward with the Lord, then he's going to be there for us, and he's going to guide us, and he's going to protect us. But unless we count on him, it's not going to happen. You can be a Christian, and suffer if you don't put your trust in God. Use your mouth to bless yourself and others. You know, consider the cost of every word. Some translations, like I said, says calculate. In other words, weigh. Weigh every word before it comes out of your mouth. Think about that word. Don't just go whatever. In closing, let me share this with you. This morning as I was watching TV, sometimes I, it's so amazing how the Lord would just You'll be doing some little old thing and the Lord will just automatically pop something in your head and you say, well, gee, I really forgot all about that, <laughs> you know, or even sometimes, you know, um, 
when I've been healed of things and I forgot it and I, and I get to thinking about that and I said, oh Lord, I forgot about that. You did that and you did that and you did that. And, but I mean, I could just write a book on the goodness of God. As a matter of fact, I just might do that too. Just the goodness of God, because He is He is such a powerful God, and He's such an awesome God. I stand in awe of, of Him, and I think really sometimes I get moved by the smaller things because I know that He's noticing me, He's watching me. And sometimes even before you ask, I mean, I've been asking and praying in prayer and had my prayer answered before I said amen. I've had a knock on the door. You know, and it's amazing how he does that. And, and I think about all the times that I trip on that rug in my living room sometimes and, and maybe going out the door and how all of a sudden it's like that. I'm back up. And even I fell one time and hit the concrete, but I didn't get a bruise. I didn't get a thing. But God's angels are assigned to watch over us. But, you know, in order for that to be, you have to believe it. They're there. But you have to believe that they're there, and you have to acknowledge them. I mean, when something like that happens to me, I said, oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, angels. <laughs> thank you, God, for your angels, <laughs> you know, because he said they will lift us up in their hands lest that we dash our foot against a stone. And so this is in so many situations that I have come so close in accidents and seen the, the supernatural of the Lord himself save me from that without a scratch or a scratch on my car. It, it amazes me, you know, that somebody else can go do the same thing. And I don't have any words for that. I, mean, I don't have an answer. I just know that when you put your trust in him and claim him to be your God, your protector, your refuge, your high tower, your hiding place, he's going to watch over you. That doesn't mean that some things won't happen to you. But it won't be like it would be if you weren't trusting in him. That's for sure. Praise God. I said this morning, I can remember because when we first came, my husband that's deceased and I, he was transferred from uh, Clovis Air Force Base to Langley Air Force Base. And, and so we first rented a house because we knew we, didn't, we were not going to probably stay here. So we rented a house. And then, of course, I sold the house and we had to get a, a townhouse but, um, before his next job. But the thing of it is, I had a business. I had two businesses. And, and so I worked pretty much around, you know, every week on weekends or whatever. But Sunday mornings was my time, you know, to have my coffee and watch a little something on TV. And, and this mornings I was having my coffee <laughs> and my breakfast and I was watching TV and I was flipping through the channels to see which minister I wanted to listen to. The Lord brought back to my remembrance years ago before I received him as my Lord and Savior. I used to flip through the stations on Sunday morning, and I couldn't understand why every channel had a Christian program on it. That was my only day to watch TV, and I was complaining. I said, don't they have anything on television but church? You know, church here, church there. And now that Jesus is my Lord, that's all I feed on. It made me realize, brothers and sisters, that all non-believers think that way. And, of course, we believers wonder why they think that way. But it's because they don't know Jesus. They think that way. I thought that way because I didn't know Jesus. And it's our responsibility as his soldiers to reach as many of the lost as we can and get them to consider the cost of what they're doing. In other words, what it will cost them if they continue to stay on that fence wavering. You know, some's on the fence, they're a little bit over here, 
and a little bit over here. There's a lot of Christians that way. A little bit over here, they're on the fence. There's coming today and it's coming soon. You've got to get off that fence. You're either going to have to decide to be on God's side or you're going to have to be on the side of the world's side. It's as simple as that. You've got to get off the fence. And all those that are watching online tonight, that goes for all of us, we've got to get off the fence and make a decision. I talked last week on the season for decisions, I think. You have to decide whose side you want to be on. Because the Lord says when he comes back, if you don't make that decision, he's going to say, I don't know you. And we don't want that. I don't want that. I want God. I want Jesus. I want my book, my name listed in the Lamb's Book of Life. And I want, don't want it rubbed out. I want it to stay there. But we have to make a decision. Now, before I close in prayer, I, I, there's just a couple of things I would like to speak a blessing over all of you and all of you that are listening. And then I'm going to close in prayer. Father, I speak a blessing over the congregation and over all those that are listening online and over all others that have an ear to hear, whether it's online or around the world. I pray, Father, anointing over every mouth in here and all those listening and a desire to fill their mouths with your word only. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Speak the word to your body. Speak the word to your mind. Speak the word to every circumstance that mountain can't stand. And with that special word, we've come to the end of our broadcast today with author, Bible teacher, and speaker, Pastor Joanne Ramsey, here on Speak the Word. In just a moment, Pastor Joe will be back with a special closing thought. Speak the Word is a listener-supported ministry. Contributions from listeners like you enable us to continue bringing you this program each day. Learn how you can connect and support Speak the Word Ministries on the web at speakthewordministry.net. It's secure and easy to make a tax-deductible donation to Speak the Word Ministries with your debit or credit card. Our ministry telephone number is 855-505-2297. We'd like to tell you about Pastor Joe's booklet on finances called Receiving God's Financial Miracle. What exactly does God have to do with your finances, and why do so many Christians struggle to make ends meet? The Bible tells us from Philippians that God will supply every one of our needs. Pastor Joe will share her heart on how God is a generous God, even when we're in need. She'll also help warn of some false teachers from the church who lie and steal in the name of prosperity. In this booklet, Receiving God's Financial Miracle, Pastor Joe will also help you align your words with God's Word, as that is the key to true blessing. Just ask for the booklet, Receiving God's Financial Miracle by Pastor Joanne Ramsey, when you send a gift of any amount to Speak the Word Ministry. Our telephone number is 855-505-2297. That's 855-505-2297. Or you can order the book by sending an email directly to Pastor Joe. Her email address is Pastor Joe, that's J-O, at speakthewordministry.net. Again, that's Pastor Joe at speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a final word. Father God, I thank you so much. I thank you, God, for coming to my rescue. I thank you, Lord, for giving me a word for tonight, Lord. And I thank you we did it supernaturally. <laughs> 
And Lord, I believe it was a blessing to all those that heard it online and and in the congregation. And Father, I thank you. I thank you for all those that came thirsty and hungry to hear thy word, Lord. And I do believe, Lord, that you gave me a message that was broken down in such a way that anyone can understand it. And that was my instructions from you, Lord. My instructions were to teach your word in a plain and simple way so that anyone can understand it, regardless of race or age or size or whatever, that they can understand it. And I do believe, Lord, with the help of you and the Holy Spirit giving me option, I do believe, Father, that they did receive this word. And I do believe, Lord, those, I pray for those that have been standing on the fence, Lord, and wavering back and forth. I pray for their sake, Lord, that they will make a decision to get on your side because, Lord, you said those that that you're for that no one can be against. So, Lord, we thank you that when they're on your side, they have heavenly army You have your angels. You have everyone watching over them. And when they're on the other side, Lord, they're in peril and they're lost. So, Lord, I pray for those that are on the fence that they will make that decision, Lord, because it will be a decision that will mean the matter of life and death for them, Lord. And I pray, Father, they will choose right and have eternal life with our Father. Thank you again, Lord, for this message. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for helping me. And thank you, Father, for always being there for me and all of those that are listening, that you're always there for all of us, Lord. All we have to do is just reach out, and you're there. But you're not going to invade our privacy. You only come when you're invited. And so I pray tonight, Lord, that we'll continue to invite you into our lives to do the good work that you said you were going to do, that you do every day. So, Father, we thank you. In the name of Jesus, I give you all the praise and all the glory. Amen. From Pastor Joe and all of us at Speak the Word Ministries, we're glad you've joined us today. Once again, thanks for listening. And join us next time here on Speak the Word. Speak the Word to every circumstance That mountain can't stand Against the Word, the Word of God Against the world